Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbo De Ubuntu. Well, it's good to have you join us once again on Sports 360 Podcast. Following a week that has been very, very crazy in the world of football with the ESL and all of that. And that ended very, very quickly, didn't it? <laughs> all right, my guys are still here with me. So, but today we start from the home front. And we start with something that's been bothering me personally. Oh, this I don't know whether it's been bothering, bothering all of us. Okay, I didn't know about you. I didn't want to speak for you guys. <laughs> and Super Eagles coach, General Raw, appears to be rambling about so many things. And for me, it appears like the Super Eagles job has become, how would I put it now, an appendage to his person. Hmm. It's just something that is there. It's not something, I'm sorry, but it's not something that appears to be taken seriously. An inconvenience. Uh, well, something that I'll do it. I'll do, I'm just doing it because I have a contract. He's not committed to it, in my view. Yeah. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but no, I think I agree. I mean, and that's my opinion. In the last few weeks or months, he made some comments. He made so many comments before the game against um, Lesotho, he played in Lagos against Lesotho. Even get involved in about decisions about where the Super Eagles will play, which was a, beyond his purview as a coach of the national team. You play wherever the administrators tell you to go and play. The latest ramble, though, has been the suggestion that Ojoni Gallo might be brought back into the national team. No less a personality than um, John Fashion actually said in one of the newspapers, don't bring Igalo back. So for him to react like that, there must be some merit to the fact that Roa is considering doing that. And it's not the first time he said that. Yes, it's not. Yeah, he said it a while ago. He's also talked about home-based players just not being good enough, which um, for somebody who goes scouring Europe looking for anybody that sounds Nigerian, to bring them national team, I think it's a bit condescending. Um, we know what happened with Anayo Iwala, who played very well, but apparently has shut the door on that. And then the, another story about him, I can go on and on about o- him. Offering himself. Offering himself to help Bordeaux avoid relegation and all of that. And all of that. Yemi, um, well, this is not a broadcast for TV, so let me say this. He's taking the piece, isn't he? More than the piece, if you ask me. Mm. Uh, where do we start out of all the things you've uh, managed? Just pick one. <laughs> Let me, I'll start with the home base, and I'm going to go straight into one thing that I think I tweeted about on social media. And that was when I made Musa Azul to sign for Kano Pillars. And mm. I said, well, if Kano has told us that the home base players are not good enough to play for the main Super Eagles and can only play for the Chan Eagles, or should only be considered for the Chan Eagles, then it means Amen Musa has been out of contract and has now eventually signed for Canopillas mm. should only be considered for the chant team because mm. it means he's a home-based player anyway. So it's, it's, it's interesting how words come back to, to bite you, you, mm. you know, in the behind when you make a proclamation and uh, it's, it's like the university say, I just Am I right to use that term, you know? So it's, it's so interesting that you can 
condemn the National League of the country you're supposed to be pushing forward, improving their stance. And what makes it even worse is the fact that you have administrators who don't see anything wrong in some of the statements. And he's just going unchecked. So, yeah. So, once you are working with a set of people who don't see anything wrong in what you're doing, you will continue on that tirade and continue just saying these things. But I think I've watched Nigeria football long enough to know that we have enough talent here. What the talent need is a combination of opportunity mm. and exposure. Yemi, let's even assume, like we said the other day when we talk about MPFL, let's even assume that the players are as bad as Gennard Ross says. Let's even assume that. I still think it's out of place for him in his position as coach of the national team of Nigeria to be saying derogatory things about any aspect of football in Nigeria. Or oh, body, am I might be into I harsh. agree with you. I agree with you. Um, like we all know, Genotron, like many um, imported coaches, they're alone to themselves. Mm. You can imagine, I mean, the last, uh, the last uh, Nigerian coach we had was Seven Keshi. Yeah. You can imagine the things that were said to Seven Keshi. Swiss. The things that were done to him, the things that, that were thrown at him, for not doing half of the things that General Troll has done. Mm. Um, so some might think this, this is an attack on General Troll. No, it is not. It is a discussion on what is strong and what is right with the NFF and with the way football is run here. Uh, the NFF, uh, as we all know, they have, they, they have made it their, their main job to cater to the super goals. Every other thing is subsumed under, under that. It is at their convenience. And having said that, and if that be the case, I feel, shouldn't they pay more attention to the things that the coach, because this is a brand that they have put all their hopes in quotes, quote and quote on, to lay the golden eggs in terms of sponsorship and income. And shouldn't they make every attempt to protect that brand? That is, on, on, on the other part, since the Super Eagles and, 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 and national team, the main national team is what they protect, and since the Nigerian League has zero importance to them, I, I feel that is why if General Troll cast has passions on national on, on, the, on, the, on, on the league, it's not their business. Mm. But I find it difficult to understand why the chairman of the LMC yeah. and why the, why the media officers should be quiet when General Troll says, says, says things like that. I know the media officer might say, oh, I can't say anything unless my boss tells me to. Fine. But I think, like you said, th- 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 there should be a lead kept on the way he talks about Nigerian players. I was reading somewhere uh, uh, um, uh, when um, Anayo, after I played for, played for the Eagles, mm. and Ehimba said, oh, we are placing a, a, a 1 million euro valuation on him. Mm-hmm. Someone actually asked on social media, is any player in Nigeria worth up to a million euros? Come on. I felt offended. I was angry. Because it is what it is, Eji. We have seen players move from the Egyptian league for bigger sums. Yeah. And I think this valuation comes from the things that are said about the players. And when someone, like national team coach, who is European, says, oh, the players in the Nigerian league are not good enough. I think it's, all, it's online. It's read everywhere. And so when the time comes to discuss the terms and conditions for our players, an, an forget about the, for, forget about the, 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 part, the, uh, the part that shady agents and shady officials play in the movement of these guys abroad. 
Because those ones also have that's that's a matter of discussion for another day. But I think it's an indictment. You know, for me, if you're the coach of the national team, you become an ambassador of yes. football in that country. Automatic. You should not be the one that even if the thing, like I said, things are as bad as you see, which is not true, but let's for the sake of the social, let's assume that's true. You are supposed to say things to ameliorate the impact of how bad it is. They're supposed to say things, we're going to put structures in place to improve things and all of that. You are not the one that's supposed to come and tell us this is not good enough and you're not doing anything about it. You're collecting tons and tons of money from the country. You're building your civil with the country. You've gone to a couple of tournaments and we've not really seen what you've added no. to our football. No, he, he's qualified with games to spare. That's the truth. I love the trophy now. We came third at the Afcon, mm. but we, we came can't third, see. We came third in a in, in an enlarged Afcon. So yeah. mm. we mm. can't see a semblance of a footballing culture, footballing style, footballing tradition. You know, it just on the on those lines. I'm sorry, but we have to say this. I mean, we have a lot of a lot of people in our sports, not only football now, have inferiority complex. Yeah, standard. If Gennard Raw. I've asked this question. So, if Gennard Raw was a black man, you have been fired. With the, no, with the CV he presented, he it, would have gotten never, this job in the first place. Never, never been hired. Never. You know, let, let me just piggyback to what Bodo was saying about valuation. Also, the problem with valuation has to do with the fact that, primarily and critically, we don't talk about the financial details of these, even the transfers that happen within our leagues, mm. within our league teams. Shrouded in secrecy. Shrouded in secrecy. So, if you say, the valuation of a player depends on me because I own the player. But because we deal with teams that don't have considerations for assets and liabilities anyway, mm. that's why people will say, ah, is it a million euros? Is it possible to put that kind of... And because we're also always thinking also in Naira. Exactly. Oh, yes. Also, it's a million euros. Oh, I was, but in international terms, one million dollars for player is cheap. It's very, very cheap. It's next to nothing. The guys in North Africa spend far more than that within themselves. You know, true. Our administrators, they don't seem to under appreciate the damage that it does to our football as a brand. Yeah. Not only, you talked about Super Eagles being the biggest brand when the coach does some of the things he says. Now, Gennard Ross says, I want to put myself, I want to help Bordeaux. That's presuming that he has a lot of time, a lot on, of his time on his hands. Deji, <laughs> look, every time a new coach is hired, we go to the song and dance of, oh, we're he's, going to stay here. he's going to stay here. We'll give you a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah give you a car. And he's, he's going to uh, go around, look at players. But it never happens. Never and then after after a few months, oh, the players the, the players that he, that that is selecting, they are in Europe. He's monitoring, so he's monitoring players. They have an app. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the app? By the way, is it back? The app is still working. Okay, no all right. The app is working. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I I I think um I, I think um the raw case is just a template of what what you've been seeing. Mm. I don't think it's going to, it's going to change anytime soon. Mm. I think the complex is still in there. Um, I remember after the World Cup when, when there was an outcry in the media that Raw has, has to go. That look, this man has not, this man has not done anything right, yeah. that a local coach has not done. And so he has to leave. We are told that no, he has a chance to, 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 to make corrections. Um, and he was offered a new contract. Mm. And that contract extended to the Nations Cup where I said, Oh, he's, 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 he's briefly to get us to the semifinals. He has delivered. 
and then the questions keep going on and on. You know, we have to say though that for me, I honestly don't have any preference when it comes to foreign or local coaches local. for the Super Eagles. I honestly don't have a preference. What angers me, what riles me is the double standards when it comes to the treatment. Mm-hmm. I do not understand why we feel Nigerian coaches should be so disrespected and any coach with a white skin, no matter how competent or incompetent he is, has to be given tons of money and tons and tons of respect. You see, the problem is our local coaches or indigenous coaches mm. are also always willing to take whatever it is that is thrown at them. Mm. So, for instance, Aloyagu was owed 22 months. His goalkeeper coach in Super Eagles, mm. and he didn't say anything. And was comfortable sitting in that position, being owed for 22 kind of months. Money. And he didn't say anything. That's about two, um, two, That's year, almost, two, almost two years. years. You wouldn't owe a foreign goalkeeper trainer <laughs> for three months. Mm. But the news would be everywhere. Yep. So those are some of the issues. The administrators know that you'll be fine. You're not going to complain. Mm. So mm. they can throw as much no, dirt. Because in, in the forces, in the forces, they feel that they're doing them a favor by giving them a the job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And they accept it. Exactly. So that is part of the issue. Our, our coaches need to put themselves in a position where they can say, look, Oga, you can't owe me. Yeah. Look, Oga, my team wants to train. This is our arrangement. And mm. you followed the program to the letter. I want this player. You go and get the player. I want this to happen. You do the basic things. But because it doesn't happen and the coaches don't complain, they just sit back and they Whatever they give to me, I'll use ampetrotic, you know, mm, all that quote nonsense as far mm. as I'm concerned. Mm. That's why they are not respected. You know, but I agree with you, but to a point. Where I disagree with you, Yemi, is the fact that even when a Nigerian coach does well, oh, we yeah. try to downplay it. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yes. As it happened, <laughs> as it happened with Keshi. Yes. As it happened with oh, a couple oh, of other tomorrow. Some yeah. people will not give Keshi the credit, credit for winning yeah. the Nations Cup. So we did something, he was he was something in or the, in he the was this, he was that. <laughs> or, you know, so that, that, that's, and then we're so quick to try and make excuses. But they mentioned after the Nation World Cup, excuses were made for why oh, yeah. Gregor yeah. should be having yeah. yeah. After the, I'm after the Nations Cup, young team, excuses were God made. Bless you. Excuses you were made <laughs> to, um, for whatever. Now, my issue is this. My issue is this. When we continue like this, we are creating a situation where foreign coaches come here and they know it's a free-for-all. <laughs> they know they can do anything and practically get away with it. And I don't see how that helps our football. It doesn't. It doesn't. The, 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 the recipe has been laid, you know, from the get-go. Come to Nigeria... Build your resume because hey, exactly. go for the hard boost mm, yes. anyway. Yeah. Push your yeah. resume. Yeah. You know, push your resume. Some other country be in the Middle East or Asia or maybe you know South Africa or yeah. will come for you. The funny and then thing, probably pay you know, twice. The, fu- you know the funny <laughs> thing is that most of these guys, apart from um apart from a couple of them, when they leave Nigeria, they don't, they don't go anywhere else again. Mm. But but they are, by the time they, they leave here, they have been found out. <laughs> nobody, 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 most times, other nations are not willing to put anything on I them. I think the only person that was able to was probably Philip Trouze, who did well yeah. after he left Nigeria. Yep. Um, Bonfrey Joe didn't really do much. Yeah, well, he went to Western Asia. 
same thing. Some of the other guys. Nigeria was high point. Yeah. And because once they leave, they would say, ah, man, this man has nothing. And, and that, that is because, look, just as you are complaining, you know that people are, other people are watching and monitoring. You know, I'll continue to say this, though. I'll continue to say this, though. We said it on the MPFL TV discussion and the um, earlier in one of our podcasts. I still believe that to grow our football, a national team coach should be compelled <laughs> when he's signing every squad name two, three players. I will continue to be on record. <laughs> I will continue to say that. this. No matter how much people disagree with it. Because not only that. Yeah. Remember that um, when Keshi was coach of the Super Eagles, mm. was also was also coach of the Chan team. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing with Ulisse. Yeah. I thought, also was, I thought it was supposed to be the same thing now. And that also it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the same thing. That's where I'm going. Okay. Since so, Rokim, Salisi Yusuf is the coach of the Chan team. Then so, at the point when Salisi Yusuf was banned, it was a mama. It was a mama. Mm. So, there, there's even no chance at all. Yeah. Quickly, before we round up, what's the truth in the fact that NFL actually wanted to get rid of Raw, but there's a clause in that contract that says it must be paid a ton of money. And that's why they can't get rid well, of you know, the it. Is there any merit in that? You know, he's been bandied is, about. We, never, is, we, don't, we don't know the contract. Because we these contracts are, you know, major secrets. Uh, national uh, but security secrets. I don't think it's true. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's true. Mm. Remember that, like, 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 we, like, like we said earlier, the contract has been renewed once or twice. And so I'm thinking, will Nigeria willingly put that kind of, agree on that kind, agree of, on that kind of clause? Knowing the history that we have, that we have withdrawn. And so you know what? Because there's a, there's a point that we, we had draw up against the war. That it was Nigeria or bust. Yeah. And everybody was like, look, just let him go. But some people felt, you know what? Since we are familiar with him, let him continue to be his building something. And I, and I think if that's, if that was the constitution given at that time, I don't think anybody who has any sense will allow that kind of clause to be, to be the contract well, like that. I don't know whether you guys agree. Okay, let me quickly. On the final note, on mm. the uh, Audrey Gallo part, mm. I do not think any right-thinking person with the kind of attacking talent that Nigeria that we have right today. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Good is point. not any run of the mill attack. Good point. Guys on on Noa Chu. Uh, what's the guy in Italy now? Simi Wankwo. Igan Acho. Simi. Simi. that is supposedly, supposedly Nigerian. Nigerian. You know? You know, you, I, you, any right to the person should not even be thinking of a gallo. With the amount of attacking talent. I was trying to ask you that. I'm not sure we've had this number of attacking talents yes. at the time of... Yakubu or Bafemi or yes. Sassi. I think since that time. Since that time. We've not had this gloss. Let me end on this. That uh, Gernot Raw, the last thing he did that really riled me was a non-playing captain that eventually played. <laughs> <laughs> he, because he told us, no, he's a non-playing captain, but we suddenly saw him. And uh, actually, because, those are the kind of things he's doing no, that, that point, shows me at, at, at that point you had qualified no, he shows me won. but he, I know so, I know you're trying to be sarcastic but he shows me <laughs> he has absolutely no respect or regard for <laughs> us and he thinks a lot of us are fools I'm sorry he's taking the peace and that's that's what I feel so well I can't protest I can't do anything I can only say my own and we move on and on the question of protest a peculiar protest happened I think last week a uh, protest by Rivers Hoopers basketball team. But he is our basketball expert. Rivers Hoopers are the Nigerian team that will play in the Basketball Africa League, which will come up in May, mid-May for two mm. weeks. 
which we are involved in that. We'll let you know as time goes on. And there are, there are Nigerian, 12 teams from Africa. There are Nigerian representatives. They are preparing for the tournament. So what's the problem? Where did that protest come from? Because according to them, they are not owed money, but they are protesting. <laughs> no, that's, that they are not owed money came after um, a statement came from someone, someone, some, someone in the know. Okay. That all, it, all, all, that all, the, all the needs of the team has been taken care of. Mm-hmm. So why would they be talking about money? Now, what happened was that they went to the, go- 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 to the government house in, um, in, in Portacot, River State, yeah. to protest that their preparations and their, and their allowances for participating at the Basketball African League has not been paid. And, so, and, and they're asking that the, the governor help them by paying the money so that, so that they can, so that their, their preparations will, not, will be not hampered. Will not be hampered, okay. And then some, some, someone in the know, that's an, an official, official of the North African team said, what are, what, what are these guys protesting about? That um, uh, Basketball Africa had made provisions for for team players and for officials, mm. and that even if you are going to add more officials to it, there, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be cause for this kind of protest. protest. Yeah. And both the flight the flight tickets have, 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 have been everything have been taken care of. Alliance have, have everything. You, you are just just show up and play. and play. And then we had that. Oh no, um, we are we are aware of that. We are keeping the money, but you know that uh, since since we are importing uh, like five or six players. Most of our players should, should go along so they can have the experience. Mm-hmm. But excuse me, look, that is on you. And I, I don't think that should, should put that. If, if you are going to negotiate with your, with your government to take care of the excess players, mm. you should. And I suspect that there's a disconnect yeah. between okay. the team and the government. Mm. Okay. Because for them to have the audacity to go and be protesting, it means that they, they, they know that the government, the government has no idea that they have been funded. Now, the same thing we see when we are going for, for all these major tournaments, walk and they say, oh, we don't have money because mm. we need money from the government because mm. we know FIFA pays the bills for everything. For everything, and they get grants before the event. So if the government is aware that the bill that, that the bill has been paid, you won't go there again and be asking for money. So I, I suspect there's there's foul play somewhere, and I think the reverse government needs to wake up to this and ask what what is really going on. Because you know when I read about it, I was like, you protest when you are being owed salaries, allowances, and all of that, and then when they came up with this. But this explanation, no, we're not Odo, but I want to, if you're going for a tournament, there's a specific number of players and officials you can take. If you want to take any extras, it's on you, like Buddy said. And it doesn't behove on the state government to fund that. And if you're going for a tournament, so I understand that state governments can be funny when it comes to owing and all of that. But in this case, I honestly didn't see the merit of the protest. And I think this, um, Perception-wise, reflects badly on the team. Yeah, it reflects badly on the team, but also reflects badly on the government. Why do I say so? I think. Why? Why do you blame the I'll government tell you for that? Okay. Partly, I think governments n- need to get into a position where they ask a lot of questions when it comes to these tournaments. When it comes to these tournaments, oh, even as small as our league teams, mm. uh, you know, whether the MPFL or the basketball league. Governments need to ask questions. When you are submitting your budget for the year, what constitutes your budget? What makes up this? Where is this where money the line, where the line, the line items? items? Yeah. They need to ask those questions. Because they don't ask those questions, things like this will come up. Where the team is here because we want to spend two weeks in Lagos with the foreign guys coming yep. so that we mm. can play together. 
train. But that shouldn't be that shouldn't that should be a request. Exactly. Not yes, a process. Not, but because they've known over time that if we don't go with this action, if we're going with the requests approach. Now that you've made the protest and the story has come out and you have now supposedly embarrassed yourself. So, how do you expect to get anything? The government does not like embarrassed. But you already embarrassed. You already embarrassed. They've arrived Lagos. So, the embarrassment has probably worked. Let's leave out all the politics and all the negativity and talk a bit about the Basketball African League body. This is an initiative of NBA. Yeah, Africa. So tell us a bit about it and how it benefits African African basketball. Um, there, there, before now, there has been a club competition, competitions in Africa. Okay. Um, and it's, it's been going on for a long time, but there has not been any major uh, financial incentive to play it. Okay. Nigerian teams that, that participate, they always complain that they spend a lot of money. I mean, at least I know. I've, I've, I've been on road trips with, uh, I, I was on road, road, I was on road trip with Comet to Benin when, when they played mm-hmm. the game several years back. And most of the things that I played, they, they, they always complain that, look, we are just we spending spend more so money, money yeah. nothing comes back. I remember, uh, Gordon Ahena, the GM of, um, of a basketball, even basketball team, when they qualified, said, look, mm-hmm. they had to go <coughs> cap in hand to their, to the, the sponsors, MFM, uh, yeah, to, to the sponsors, to ask for in, money to, to travel and all that. And so that has been what it is. Now, because NBA has been coming to Africa for a while, running camps across across the continent, mm. they discovered that there are a lot of talented players here. And unfortunately, not all of them well, can be shipped abroad to play. And so to create something that to be as exciting as what we see in Europe, where players play for a while from a young age and then mature and cool, eventually either go to the NBA or keep playing in a league that is making money. Decided to throw their, throw their hats onto the continent to see how they can help African basketball grow. And so the BL initiative was created. Now, for starters, we've selected, um, 12 teams. It will increase over time. And they are saying that right now they are investing money. Okay. Like I said, they are, play, they, 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 uh, it will be held in, in, in Rwanda, Rwanda uh, Kigali from May 15. The FS paid, hotel accommodations are paid, uh, allowances are paid. Plus, are just to show up. And, and they also made an important provision mm-hmm. that each team can get two foreigners, two or three foreigners to join them and play with them. Like wildcard players. Wild card, like to, to give it more appeal. Okay. And that's what makes it, that's what makes it very, very, very interesting. And so for, t- for, for teams on the continent, now, when you, have, when, when you have a tournament where, because I think this would be, um, uh, it will be show, the, the, the matches will be shown live across the world. Mm. So yeah. it's a window. It's a huge it's platform, a huge platform for African players. Where talented players can now say, okay, you know what? Because now, only one thing from Nigeria, from Nigeria, but, Nigeria, but as, as, as time goes on, there will be qualifiers played and then two or three teams from the top tier countries in Africa will get to qualify for like a champion of champions thingy. I think it's huge for African basketball mm. because like I said, you see all these young players uh, that are discovered, they play in the league, leagues of their countries. Some of them with, 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 with no opportunities, opportunities to go abroad, now there's a chance to grow their game on the continent, and that is and huge. take it a step, a step further. Um, but this explains everything to us, and that's why I feel that you know that a Nigerian team, at least one, is going is huge, is very very huge for for those players. So, why do we want to bungle this? 
by what I, I, I think Rivers Hoopers management should see this is a huge opportunity, especially because I keep saying this, especially for the players. You do not know which player and where they will get to from this team. And it could have happened without the Nigerian team. Yeah. Oh, that the Nigerian team is there is a huge opportunity. So why do we try to muddy the waters by some unnecessary actions? I'm really not happy about that because this has thrown, this is something very positive. But this protest has thrown some kind of negativity. Exactly. The and thing. Because, because the, the name of BAL has been involved. Was, yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's the thing. It, it all boils down to lack of trust also. Lack of trust in the sense that <laughs> people don't trust the government. But the government should not be involved at all. Yes. But at the same time, the players feel or the management, because that protest would not have happened without the management of the team. I think, I, I personally, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the management of the team put the players to eat. Yes. And it's a huge disservice to those players. <laughs> it's lack of trust because they might have it at the back of their mind that look, somewhere along the line, the government will have made a budget for this competition. And that's why I said government needs to learn to ask questions. Mm-hmm. They might have made a budget for this. Look, for ban. These guys are going to play on the continent and mm. they made a budget. And like, okay, that budget they made, though, yeah, me. we have to You still want to access yeah, the money. Uh-huh. Despite the yeah, fact me. that your, your, the your bills are being paid. To ask questions. If there is um, an essence to the Commission of Sports who follows events, you will know. You will know. Because it's, th- this wasn't done in secret. Yeah, but From you, the get-go... NBA, FIBA, and BL, they made it clear. Yeah. That it seems to be catered for. And yeah. if you know this, you cannot list your players and say, and, and the team and say, you know what? What are the things that BL, BL, uh, Basketball Africa are providing? X, Y, Z. Yes. What, what are the things that you need to do? Exactly. Because some of, these are some of the things that we do that reflects badly on us as a country. Mm-hmm. And if another time you put yourself in the position of BL, if another time they need to do an invitation on. Exactly. <laughs> you think they'll put a Nigerian name there? I mean, these things are totally unnecessary. Please put them aside. Eh? So, so because, especially it's, it's, you see, I mean, I hate to say this, but administrators of sports in Nigeria are parasites, mostly. <laughs> feeding Fats. off. It's their parasites. That is where, that is where the trust element comes in. Because, you know, because they are not sure that the commissioner or the SC has not gone to the government. I'm just saying, look, hypothetically, I said, we're going to need money for ban. <laughs> and then keep, probably, it, keep it internal. Then uh, no, don't, no, no, don't, no, don't, make it, don't, make, no, don't make it a protest. Make the request. Because uh, there's a huge difference. Protest you creates know, the impression that these people have maltreated oh, us. Yes. Oh, yes. In this case, if I'm the governor or the commissioner in that state, I'll be angry. But you, you and I know requests more for you know. I'll be angry because, and then it's the, it's the larger reflection because when they do these things, we really don't think of the ripple effect. Oh, no, we, do, we don't. We don't you know, think about it's the larger um, impact Fact. that I'm worried about Especially, because now they are going to this competition with a cloud no, over ex- their heads. Especially considering that our players haven't played. Decent basketball at that level in two years. Yeah, or I'm, I'm correct. Yeah. in two years. So two or three years. Nothing. You you should as much as really try to separate yourself from anything that was caught to you playing the game that's supposed to bring you fame, favor, possibly fortune or, or fortune. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. Having said that, though, they, they they do have. Let's go back to the basketball side. 
um, have they taken advantage of this allowance for two, three foreign players, hoopers? Oh, yes, they have. Oh, yes, they have. Um, they, they have made some, some decent recruitment, recruitments. Um, they, they, they even, uh, for a short while, it looked like uh, this, um, this big center from Portaco that, that's won in ring with the Golden State Warriors. I can't uh, remember. Fesso was, was, was going to play for them. He was actually signed on, but he got injured again. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so they had to drop him and pick up an Ugandan. Mm-hmm. But apart from the, from the Ugandan uh, guard, they have two Americans okay. uh, on, on the roster. And I also hear that there was a young Nigerian who, 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 um, who, um, who, who went to college in the US. I hope it's not Ben. Ben, 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 is, ben, ben is a Nigerian. Ben is Nigerian. Ben okay, is Nigerian. so it's not yeah, a foreigner. Okay, so um uh the the, the 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 team looks good, DG. But you know in basketball it's everything basket, basketball is about is about matchup. Mm. Until they start playing and we see how, how well they match up against other teams. Mm. Your roster might be filled with fantastic players. Yeah. But if you don't mm. match up well is it is it twelve team tournament? It is a twelve team tournament. I know they are still eighth. Yep. So they're a bit of a low seed, yeah. but yes. you know, you never can tell what can happen in these tournaments. Yes, Sally, the the Tunisian the Tunisian side. They are one to five. That's their, their starting five. Mm. The starting five of, of the Tunisian national team. And oh. I think I should let you know that. And and that and team, they are, they are the current African champions. Oh, yes. yeah. That team is loaded. Is mm. so, <laughs> <laughs> so, let, so let, let's talk about the basketball side now before we round up this. What are their chances hmm. of? I, I'm not. We are not expecting them to win it, but to make a decent. Are you sure I'm not expecting them to win it? I'm not expecting them to win it. I just think government is expecting them to win it. (laughs) (laughs) But how well can they do? Or what would you see Buddy as a successful outing for Rivers Hoopers at the Basketball Africa League? Um, I will expand that later. But I think for now, uh, this is, this is an inaugural tournament. Mm. We have no idea. What we are working into. Coming. Okay. We, okay. Nobody knows. Okay. First off, uh, they, they are going to play in a bubble, mm-hmm. just like the last uh, NBA playoffs. Mm. The 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 the, uh, the place is going to be closed. Uh, we, we, we still don't. I don't think there will be there will be any fans allowed except mm-hmm. on television where I'll be watching. Um, we haven't seen any of these teams before because all of them are retooling. Yeah. Uh, and this is the first time it's happening, and so uh, let them just go there and have fun. Okay. Let me go for, like I said, until until we, until we, until we have seen all the teams and how they match up against each other, mm-hmm. we can't really tell. So let's just go there and have fun. The experience is what is key. Yeah. Yeah. The right experience, now, especially for the guys that have experience and and, mm-hmm. and 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 also have a successful tournament that yeah. so we can attract sponsors. Oh yes. Right yeah. now, FIBA and NBA are just pick, picking up the bills. No, I think I think they signed a sponsor. Oh, yeah, yes, they, they signed yes, an energy company. An energy company. Yes. Signed up with them. Okay, that's I mean, good. Yeah. That's yes, good. Yes, for starter, which is. Which and are very a good, good performance can lead to more. You never know what you can lead to. You know that's why I'm so angry about this so-called <laughs> process. Because look, this is an opportunity that's been handed to you. If they did not invite an, a Nigerian team, there's nothing you can, no, do, about nothing you can do about but it. But they invited a Nigerian team. You are going for this tournament. It's not going to affect your finances. Everything is paid for. Why are you trying to muddy the waters? Well, they are in the best position to know why they took that approach. Uh, in terms of protesting, but for me, go there, have a good time, enjoy the experience. If they can get wherever, whatever state they can get to as far as possible, good on them. But it would be nice to finally to see somebody from that Rivers Rivers team, a locally based guy, be, mm. come out and stand out in that competition, mm. and then the world 
is his oyster. Yeah. You just never know where the young man will land after this competition. So enjoy the experience, Super Supers. But in reality, though, they've not played competitive basketball for three years. Uh, there's going to be a lot of rust. Absolutely. Um, uh, there's nothing like uh, competitive basketball when you've been playing pickup games. It, it's not the same thing. And I think that's one of the reasons why they've, um, uh, they've, they've come to Lagos to play um, pickup games mm. against, against some teams in Lagos. Uh, it, it, will, it will still show, though, when, when they get there. Mm. So I expect them to pick up, especially as they have like five or six new players yeah. joining the team. Mm. A team of 12, maximum of 14 players, two standby, about 12 on the rooster, I feel that it, it, they might take a bit of time to gel as a team. So mm. that's, that's why I said, look, right now, I don't expect much from them. Just go there and have fun. Okay, hopefully they will do well. Hopefully, we don't expect them to win, but at least, uh, like Yemi said, enjoy themselves, come up with a good positive vibe and know that we want to be back here. Yep. Subsequently, yes, very, like friends will say, we want to be back here. But that's dependent. Mm, because it's, 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 oh, it's, it's the champions of Nigerian League. That will be good. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so, so uh, hopefully they'll be back there as champions or whoever will go there. But hopefully Nigeria will continue to always be in that yes. basketball African League. Uh, love him or hate him, we don't know whether he'll be back in the English Premier League anymore. Some are saying that's the last hurrah. And I'm talking about, well, some have called him the not-so-special one, but they jinxed him, but they called him the haunted one in an article. <laughs> We're talking about Jose Mourinho. Um, all the shenanigans of the ESL didn't allow us to talk about Mourinho's sack um, last uh, week. Yeah, I mean, how curious was it? Oh. And now that we've seen the the final... I just want to make a quick it's response to that. Will he be back? I think he'll be back at Aston Villa. You know, you can keep <laughs> How curious, Yemi, was the sack six days before the cup final? They lost that cup final. We never know. A lot of people are saying if he had left Mourinho, he had a be- sports had a better chance. Yeah. Possibly true. You never, uh, you never can tell. Possibly true. You never can tell. But, how curious was that sack by Daniel Levy? Although there are other stories that say it wasn't sack for footballing reasons that Mourinho, the ESL, and Mourinho actually challenged the hierarchy of the club to say, how dare you join European Super League? And it was like, what temerity do you have to ask me a question? Off you go. We well, don't know how true that is though. We will never know until somebody decides to come up with a story. Tell the full story. So mm. either Mourinho or maybe Daniel Levy if he eventually decides to write a book or something, then we'll know the true story. But it was it was quite curious. And I look at it from the perspective that maybe Spurs felt it was a good way to also dance the tension of them being part of DSL mm. um, by having to push the timing, you know, firing him. Maybe that was their plan, but it didn't work anyway. And I also felt it was a bit curious also in the sense that I did, for me, I didn't think sports were doing that badly. Mm-hmm. Yes, you might say, yeah, they were out of the championship positions. They were knocked out by Dinamo Zagreb in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. They were knocked out in, uh, in the FA Cup by Everton. And yes, they were in the final of what some people call a worthless trophy, Kabaka, mm. which Manchester City has won four straight in a row. Mm. And Guardiola will never remove it from his 
No, of course. Let's sport. So who have ever won a trophy since I was born? Let them call it a worthless trophy. So curious in the sense that I'm looking at sports and I'm like, really, are you any better with without this guy? Okay. Uh, for now, at for least. now, mm. you know, it would have been better to wait till the end of the season because what also makes it quite curious is the man that they were tag- rumored to be targeting mm. is on his way to Bayern Munich. Yeah, Julian Nagelsmann. Mm. Okay, but Bode, I know Bode is a, let me put it out there, Bode, well, I don't know whether it's is now or was. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. No, it's still is because is was, is was, a huge body of us, but it was it. Is or was? Is. Oh, is. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> huge. I've always felt that when it comes to Mourinho, and I think he's a victim of his own success, the standards, the, the, yeah, the standards are raised. The standards of assessment are raised. The bar is raised for Mourinho. What other coaches would do, and will be seen as, will get away with it, Mourinho does and is vilified for it. He doesn't help matters though. He tends to be b- very brash. And cheeky. Uh, very cheeky <laughs> and all of that. But do you get the impression that particularly the English media go into overdrive? Oh, they do. When it comes to his they do they do. Um Look at all the explanations that, that Yemi y- 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 gave now. Mm. I, I agree with every, every one of them. Even though sometimes as a Mourinho fan, I've wondered that the kind of football that is, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Why are they this this tight? Why are they this 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 tense? It's like playing with the hand brakes on, yeah, with, 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 with the, the, the hand brakes on. But having said that, everything that the, that the English player that, that they came to town with, oh, he has closed the dressing room. Some some spare players are complaining. I'm thinking, there you go again. All this news is just like data. You can push it. We can push it in any, any way, any you direction. Like. Yeah. And I feel that it's more money is more a, um, a victim of his own cheekiness and brashness than his successes because, like you said. Every time a team he coaches have a small meltdown, the press go, they they go into overdrive. Pick up on it. Um, they pick up on it. They say, oh, they, they, they start fanning the films, embers, yeah. and, and they start breaking players to say things that they can go and blow up in the media. And I do feel that I don't. I don't think the man is going to change. Like he said, I, when, 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 when he was packing his things to leave, uh, to leave, to leave, uh, to, to go into, and, and they asked him, "Are you out of football?" I said, "I'm never out of football." Mm. So yes, I think he'll be back. And if um, Everton can land a big time coach like um, Angelotti, like Angelotti, I, I think yes, there's a chance that he might end up at Villa. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know that's where you're I'm, going. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean narratives. English media are powerful, yeah. but they come up with all kinds of narratives. I've heard somebody like Paul Mason say, um, player like Sorry, Harry, player <laughs> like Harry Kane, <laughs> under Mourinho, he won't score goals and all of that. But I have with me. Some stats. Hurricane stats. He was some mean stats under Mourinho. Impressive. Yeah. Of, of, of the charts. Uh, okay, this is Hurricane. Under Mauricio Pochettino, he played 242 games, Hurricane. He scored 169 goals and 30 assists. Mm-hmm. Under Jose Mourinho, he played 62 games, scored 45 goals and 18 assists. Yeah. The percentage, percentages are much higher under Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Yung Song Min, under Pochettino, Pochettino 20, 203 games, 75 goals, 39 assists. Under Jose Mourinho, 70 goal, games, 29 goals, 25 assists. Again, the stats were higher. higher. And I also felt that 
Honestly, Honor Maria felt Hurricane became a more, more rounded, rounded player. player. Yeah. It appeared to me that he was more, more dimensions to his game defensively. More dynamic. Uh, more dynamic, drops deep, links the play, w- was creating assists and all of that. That, that can be bad. It can can't be. It can't you know? be. It can't be. And, and, they, and they, you know what? When people start, oh, Mourinho is a coach that, that players buckle when, when he's there. I think it's all about, about the mentality. Yeah. You can't tell me that the instructions that Hurricane is getting on the training field, it's not the same one that Ndombele is getting. It's not the same one that, uh, mm. was, I, I could, some, some people say, oh, under Mourinho, Shaw was cast aside. That, that's the show of, of United. Oh, United and he became bad player, but now mm. look at him now he's flourishing. I think, some players just don't want to be mentally challenged. Yes. I haven't said that though. I haven't said that though. I think, let, let me, let me pick up on what Buddy just said. I agree with Buddy. I think the modern day player, hmm. sorry, no. is, a, is a softy. Yeah, true. People tell, talk about criticism and all that. Hey, I've always felt like, look, you don't have a, you may, there's no guarantee you have a nice boss. You don't in have any to sphere, have a nice any boss. sphere of humanity, well, your boss might be nasty. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be nice and all the board. You do your job, so you might criticize Mourinho's style. Maybe he can be a bit brash. Maybe he throws players under the bus and all that. But that's his style. It's always been his style, and that he's not going to change. But do you feel that the modern day player, instead of just knuckling down? And, and getting get to, to work, work, especially if you are not producing the numbers and you are not producing on they the pitch, way out. you know, blame you the coach. Easy way out, blame the coach, or I want to leave and all of that. As one day player, becoming softy, in your view, that's my view though. But I don't know whether you agree, I agree with that. With you. The modern day player has become very soft. No, he just took at the kind of tackles and the way they roll on the floor <laughs> and the screams and the screams. That just shows you how soft they. And like you said, oh, like you said, DG. Uh, what was the name of this midfielder that they bought for a lot of money and was playing crap last season? Indomene. And Monio Trimala the boss. Look at him this season. And look at Dele Ali. One, one is flourishing. One has, one has disappeared. And I said, oh, because oh, they started because he fell out with Dele Ali. Come on. You see, and of course, the media doesn't help things. Yeah. Um, once there is a deep inform from one player, they quickly look for an excuse for that player. Instead of the player to check himself and say, look, I'm probably not doing enough. Enough. We can go and look at every team Jose Mourinho has managed. You will find one player there that will tell you that I owe my career to this man. Ironically, ironically, ironically the, first, the first person to speak after Mourinho left was Harry Kane. And he yeah. had very nice words to say. If you would check Scott the same thing. Uh, sorry, this... Um, um, Human song as well. No, uh, this United uh, young young man that plays for England. Um, the black Rashford. 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 Rashford said, "I became a better player than Mourinho." Mm. If you go to Scott McTominay's social media page, you will see. I think the the banner on his page is Jose Mourinho. Mm. So you would, if you go to sports, Taganga, Taganga can't attribute his career to any other person. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it let, let me break it down to base levels. Now we are all. Three of us are parents. The way we were brought up, ah. you cannot bring up you cannot bring up children in this generation like that. No, so is Mario a, a victim of the old school mentality that the current realities or the current situation does not warm up to? Hmm. People do not want to be harassed and ordered, and you know, because we are, we are like when they say we're seeing that in 
You know, the slightest of touches now is a penalty. The slightest of touches is probably a red card. It's becoming, at times, ridiculous. So is Maria a victim of that old school mentality? He's not going to change. I've said that. No, he's not going to. Is he a victim of that, that modern day realities don't accept, quote unquote, a Mourinho and that kind of attitude as a coach? I, I, I believe so. Because just imagine Salex Ferguson in the dressing room, right? Uh, in the dressing at the room moment. At, at the moment. Mm. Salex Ferguson is like, it's like that. Mm. I think Mourinho Mar- Mar- and Ferguson are cut from the same cloth. They don't, <laughs> yeah. take, they, they don't break any nonsense don't, from any They player. don't take any prisoners. Exactly. I, I do feel that um, uh, um, uh, Mourinho, I feel... After leaving Villa, I should just step up to the national team. <laughs> I, also think okay. I also think he's a victim of the new age agenda that football can only be played one way. Okay. Oh, yes. 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 That should be a topic for us in one in a future podcast. This attitude of you must always play out from the back, uh, defending is and, not and part of football, and, and, without sense. and all of that. Uh-huh. So he's a victim of that. Okay. Look, you don't become a bad coach overnight. Just the same way you don't become a, a bad, bad player, player overnight. overnight. Yeah. has mm. won 20 trophies, trophy-laden career from Benfica. Well, he didn't win anything at Benfica, you know, De La Roya, but Porto... First spell at Chelsea, Inter, Real Madrid, second spell at Chelsea, Manchester United. Sports, the only team since, you know, the area where he didn't really win anything, although probably would have won at the weekend if he was allowed we to get. Probably, we only, probably. We only speculate and, he killed, and, and that killed the, this prediction. Mm, yeah. This you know? dream. It was Daniel Levy. <laughs> Daniel Levy did not allow my dream to come true. I think Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Levy knew that if, 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 if Mario won, won, if he had won that, that trophy, he would be able to sack him. Yeah. Possibly, maybe that's why he pulled the plug. That's a as full angle. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, he can't become a bad coach overnight. Maybe present day realities mean that, and then of course, media narratives paint him in a black with a black. Don't let me use the word black with a negative brush. Yeah, you know, and he's suffering from that. We know he's unrepentant. He won't change. What next for Mourinho? Are there any places England? Some people are mentioning Juventus. Some people are saying national team. I'm not sure you can go to Aston Villa because you know that was the time Newcastle won and he said, I'm not going to go to Newcastle. Yeah. No, that's you Newcastle. We're Ruben champions. I don't understand. I was even afraid. I was even a bit surprised he went to sports in the first place, to be honest. But could he decide to go with national team? What next for Mourinho? I think there are still a few teams out there that might be willing to take that plunge. Someone um, is already saying Nigeria national team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can you afford to pay not, 20 million pounds compensation? It's, it's never me and you. <laughs> Just joking. But like I said, there's still a few teams out there that I think can take that approach because the cast CV is too impressive yeah. to mm. trash. Yeah, he has a coach in, in France. You know what I mentioned? You know, I know I, I mentioned you. You know what I mentioned Italy? The Italians. They no, love, they love, they had a tolerable time at Inter. You know, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm talking about playing style. The Italians have him. a respect for Catenaccio. Yeah. Defending is an art. Yeah. In England, everybody else is saying now. Even though you know, they don't defend that much anymore in Syria. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking that kind of old school football mentality is still there in Italy. So, looking, is there a chance? Because yeah. I, we, Juventus is looking like, no. I don't know whether Andre Pillow can you, last. Or they might go back to their former coach anyhow. Juve, so. 
from his inter time to the games against United when they played United in Champions League, mm. he doesn't have a good relationship with Juventus. I don't okay. think that will happen. Juventus are not a likely destination. He have a good relationship with Manchester United before they signed him. No, exactly. but, but, <laughs> but he's always had his eye mm. on that Manchester United job. Yes, but that's, that's, okay. you know, from the get go. And, of course, with that narrative, because Guardiola popped up at City and Mila mm. drew, drew that, that narrative as club uh, Liverpool uh, yeah, and all, and all so, of that so there are a few teams that I think he can still go to but one thing is he needs to get away with that obsession of wanting to be the first man to win the Premier League title with two different teams he should forget England for now he should just leave the English so he could still be, he could take over Portugal if after the Euros, if Fernando Santos decides to leave, to leave yeah. he's a great option for Portugal. Mm-hmm. They need to be defensively solid. They could be very terrible defending at times. So Portugal are uh, an option. Um Gladbach could mm-hmm. be an option in Germany, depending on which direction they take. Wait, they wait, wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. So you are saying that Villa and Mochegen Black Batch. No, now no, he's, Villa. he's have, saying, he's saying for now, he might, he might want to move away from England. Okay, mm. let's be clear. He if he comes to England, Villa are favorites. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'll just move, I'll just move to Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, Spain, I'm only looking at one team in Spain mm. that could probably take that plunge. Atletico Madrid? No, Atletico Madrid. I think they are, they are good with Diego Simeone. Even if, if, they, if they lose the title. Even if he loses the title, I uh, think they are sure. good with him. Even sure. though we, we're going to start having the conversation about Simeone being another psycho ending and it, the like yeah. for Atletico to mm, change. Mm. They've had that conversation before. Yeah. Now they're in the title equation. So I have a feeling that equation will soon change. Yeah. So Valencia are the other okay. team. If... Mm. Peter Lim can have his head well screwed in. They can be an option. Okay. So, those are the few teams that I'm looking at that could be an option. Leo Kusina, another one in Germany because they've let uh, Peter Boss go. So, they're another option. Teams that want to win mm. titles, they want to win trophies. I probably don't care about stars. I, I, I probably, stars, <laughs> they just want to be able to win. But you know, I, I, I think it's, it's a, well, I don't know about, but, but Mourinho's Chelsea team, Mourinho's Real Madrid team. Aish. They were exciting teams. So Excellent when people create the impression he's a negative coach, I think it's fair. It's unfair, sorry. That was why when, when they said Mourinho, I suppose you are losing um, you, you are losing games from your position. And he said, he said, changed, he said same, same, coach, same coach, different, different players. players. <laughs> different players. The, the, the players that you have part time will determine, determine what how you, you do. play. Mm, Remember when, when, when he got to Nathan and I said, look, I want four players. And he said, this winger is essential. And they could, and see, I, I believe that if I had gotten, was it Pulisic at that time? Yeah, yeah. Pulisic. If I had gotten that winger, maybe things would have been a bit, a bit different because it seemed to have played the way he wanted. And, and he kept saying that there are things, there are players he still needs to add to that possible to get, get them to play. He, he had this attack working. Mm. But you know the irony of all this? Mourinho has, I think I wrote an article about this about a couple of years ago. There's a love-hate relationship between Mourinho on, off, and, and the English media. Yeah. You know, now, you can be sure, before you know it, you'll be on TV. Oh, in England. I love him in the studio. Uh, you will be on TV in England. At some point, they want him back because Mourinho is big news. Big box office. <laughs> I, I attended, I covered a game in 2010. The year Mourinho won the Champions League with Inter. Inter. When he came back to play Chelsea, I covered that match. And I was at the press 
conference after the game and all the so-called big boys of English media who never wait for press, everybody Waited. waited. For I know Mourinho into the room with, the, you know, it's a and big electric won. atmosphere and, just and he had just defeated Chelsea, just knocked Chelsea out. You know, so he's a media darling, positively or negatively. Yeah. He fills the back pages, he gives you columns, he gives you inches, he gives you eyeballs on TV. So he's not going to go away. No, it's not gonna go. He's likely to be back in one shape or form very, very soon. Is that our conclusion here? Second biggest city, Birmingham. <laughs> but it's dreaming but maybe your dreams will come true and catch you by surprise that's, those are the words of a song back in the day but you'll be surprised though, buddy. sorry you'll be surprised for you to end up at Aston Villa huge surprise <laughs> huge surprise but stranger things have happened oh, thank you guys that's the end of our podcast for today see you next week thanks for always joining us <laughs>